0: It's Yolanda. So, how have you guys been? It's been another two weeks since our last show, where we were talking about independent businesses and the impact that COVID has had on them. Um, You guys were really happy with that episode and got a lot of positive feedback from that one. So, I'm quite excited to bring you this episode this week. We're carrying on with the women in business sort of theme that the last few episodes have been in. But yeah, let me know how you guys have been, what you've been up to, what the last two weeks have looked like for you. For me, it's been great. I enjoy reading all your feedback and getting the recaps of what you want to listen to and what you want to hear about next. And I've got some quite exciting news to tell you about at the end of the episode, but for now, we'll get straight into what this week's show is all about. And it's from the title, you should know that it's all about women women. And a guide to networking. So, if you're a woman in business, and you might then you might already know all about the perks of networking, or you might be on the complete opposite side and not have a clue about what even networking is or why it's important and why it might be necessary. This episode is for you. I'll be breaking it down with my guest. I'll introduce to you guys in a second, and we'll be telling you all the in and out of networking so you can really start getting your foot into the door, into these bigger rooms and pushing yourself past your ceiling because if you don't believe in networking now, by the end of this show, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, you will believe in it by the end. So without any further ado, let me get straight into it and introduce to you my guest for this week. Who is a longtime friend of mine? We've been going on like ten years now, in in the game, and she. We met in university. Uh, but I'll let her tell you a bit more about that leadership as well when I bring her on. But uh, yeah, she is one of my biggest inspirations. She's always getting it done. Got that black girl magic. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So bringing to the stage now, Miss. Jennifer Ezichuku. why say hi to the people? Hi, people! Hello.
1: hey <laughs> Yolanda. Thank you so much for having me. I feel honoured. I feel honoured. It's honored. my
0: pleasure. It's my pleasure. First time, first time party guest. Are you excited to be on the show? Tell people all your knowledge and everything that you know about networking. I'm very
1: excited. Hopefully, I have some knowledge to share. I
0: yes, you know. do. You, know, you never. Listen, guys. If y'all see this girl's social media and her presence. And just all the people that she knows, like, it's insane. Like, there was nobody else <laughs> to bring for the networking episode except for this lady right here because her network is insane. Just You're in crazy and I am very flattered. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's my pleasure. to big people up on this show. It's fine. <laughs> so, tell the people about us. How do we know each other? Give them the backstory. But also, you so, like, show, so <laughs> don't get on the. Oh
1: me. yes, okay. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for that warning. Um, yes. So Yolanda and I met at the fabulous University of Liverpool. Well, gave me the three best years of my life. Okay. Uh, I was studying economics and French. I don't actually know where did we meet. I can't remember. We
0: Getting the 699 and if anyone who went to university lived on Carnatic, you know the only time you get the 699, So, but I won't even say it, so we were getting the 699 and then uh, you were very fond of a skirt I was wearing, you came over and you said so, and then the rest is history.
1: Oh my gosh, the rest yeah. is history. Yes, yeah, so we met at uni, uh, I was studying economics and French. I don't think we actually crossed paths in terms of the uni part of our lives, but the social part of our uni lives. Cross paths very often. Went on a lot of nights out, which I will not share details about because we're Bye. keeping this PG. <laughs> Woo! And, and yeah, the rest is history. Been on holiday together. We have, two
0: yeah. we, and so many more to come post Corona. Obviously, and we were supposed to start our annual holiday trip, and then Corona was like, "Y'all sit down."
1: <laughs> but it's okay because the money we've saved means we can go extra hard in twenty twenty one.
0: well but so. I really want to go Ibiza this year.
1: We can still go. No, you
0: know, you I, told you once, I told you told you twice. <laughs> You're not catching me on anybody's plane <laughs> for the rest of fine. the day.
1: Fine, fine. Be sensible. No, But next year, they're going to see us.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're going to see us. Showing up, showing up. The diet starts tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Mine started
0: today. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. Yeah, Jen and I were talking before about our trials and tribulations of veganism and getting into the swing of it i'm the fakest of fake vegans at this moment in time uh because i had fish on monday but (laughs) jen isn't trying to be a vegan but she's trying to eat more vegetables so she did some vegan meals
1: yeah because the thing is i actually love veg it's just i prefer other things more cheese meats carbs love
0: it she did french and she did a year in industry in france so all she did eat for that year was cheese and bread and she really? has you know, a high uh <laughs> high expectations of cheese and bread now that she's back <laughs> in the uk <laughs> you
1: know what? i can't even lie you're 100 percent correct <laughs> <laughs> waitrose baguettes best just mm. so you know
0: guys in case you're wondering <clears throat> but i'm sure it's got no no patch on like the actual bakeries that specialised in just French bread and French
1: bread. Oh, see if you would just get on a plane, we could go That's fine, 2021 That's,
0: no, that, that's a good point, we'll, we'll discuss 2021 plans because I just realised that you can actually show me around France better than most people <laughs> that I know so. I can, not I can not so You can show me the best part or You can actually talk to the locals and Yeah, you can be
1: on your Google level. Translate eh. I love it, love it. Other translation services are available
0: <laughs> I like it I like it She's, she's been media trained <laughs> it's good. Okay so for this episode We've already told people that we're telling them all about networking Like I say You're the person I know with like the greatest network Of life So talk to the people about Your current job role And where you are
1: And then we'll lead into some networking things. Oh, well, uh, I currently am a business development manager working at a bank, but for an engineering team within a bank. So uh, I have a focus on communications and knowledge sharing on -hmm. behalf of the engineering team. So it's a lot of sharing the latest tech developments and what we're doing, where we're going, what's on the horizon. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really interesting. It, It was kind of an unconventional path there because I studied economics and French, um, had a year out in France then between my penultimate year and my final year I did an internship at at an insurance company and that was in sales which I really enjoyed But then, when I was looking for a job after uni, you know, there's kind of a bit of a pressure. And I thought, let me just try and find a grad scheme because grad schemes, you Mm. do different placements. So you can try a bit of everything. And I was the sort of person that can apply myself to a lot of things. So I thought, right, we'll see where that goes. So I applied Mm. um, to the bank that I'm working at now, got on the graduate scheme, um, did that for about a year and a half of the two years that I was on the scheme. But my final placement, I got to be a business support manager to the group chief information officer which was a really big opportunity for me and lined me up to now go down the communications route because when I was there I kind of looked after his internal brand and his like face out colleagues, and that was when I thought you know what I like to translate things in a way that is easy for people to digest whether that is visually or with words so then I stuck with communications and that's what led me to where I am now and anybody who knows me knows I love to talk so it's kind of the perfect job for me
0: (laughs) And, uh, for those who don't know, Gem, which will be literally most of y'all listening, um, <laughs> <laughs> confidence is not lacking in this woman right here. Okay, she be the first one to be making a new friend in any room that she walks into, if, even if it's a room full of strangers. So, yeah, she when I tell it's you, you want to talk to you about networking tips and making connections? <laughs> I'm not even lying to y'all. I'm not even lying. So. Networking then. Uh, how do we define networking? So networking is basically the process of expanding your connections and the people that you know in the professional sphere of life. My own professional mm-hmm. sphere actually. In your personal life as well you can network and just know people. Mm-hmm. But it's usually for the purposes of professional advancement. Um, that's why you bother to network so that you'll know someone who can who knows someone who can get you something or get you in a room somewhere that's the purpose of networking um and it's important for that specific reason because it will get you into rooms where you can be in front of people who can let you level up and break those ceilings and move on to those new places so Mm -hmm. especially if you're a young entrepreneur which is what the lifestyle the not lifestyle side the business side this podcast is all about you want to be talking you want to be thinking about networking and how you can grow your reach and the reach of your brand personally and your actual business brand as well so networking Mm -hmm. is very important so I know I believe in the power of networking. What about you, Jen? Do you believe in the of- uh, So
1: I don't actually believe in networking. I'm joking. I would be a good <laughs> <I'm not scared. laughs> I I like,
0: thing to Tell me more.
1: Um I would say networking is is really really important and the the thing that I keep in mind when I am networking is that not to go in thinking I need to network in this situation. You're just trying to talk to people and find out what they do, see if there's any similarities, see if you have anything in common, if you can help them, if they can help you. So it should feel like a natural conversation. Uh, Mm -hmm. The same way as when you you make friends in your personal life, it's that just in a work environment, to be honest. And I think networking is so, so important because it's definitely got me to the positions I'm in now. So Mm -hmm. my manager at the moment is someone who I knew when I was on the graduate scheme, just like through a friend um and then the role i had before that was again somebody i had met through a previous job at like a work event because you never i've never gone into a situation thinking how can this next person give me a job but you go into it thinking oh let me try and be nice let me help them out if they need help and hopefully they can help me one day because everything comes back around yes networking
0: the power circle yeah i like that so i think you touched on it a little bit but then how would you quantify the value of your current network
1: I would say it is really valuable because all go like going through school and things I tended to gravitate towards people who were my age or going through the same thing as me but when I was dumped into the work environment obviously on the graduate scheme there are a lot of people who are at the same stage of life or stage of life as you but once once you're actually in the placements within your teams you're meeting people who are older younger been working in company longer than you and that's when you actually become to make more valuable connections because there are people who you can gain knowledge from and people who you can ask about their career journey who you can shadow who know people that might be able to give you career advice and so now my network work-wise is definitely a complete mix of people that I've met at things like um I don't know ethnic minority socials and also like tech socials but some of the the tech people are ethnic minorities some of the ethnic minorities work in tech so it's everyone has multifaceted sides to their work life which then add value to you without you even realising even me as somebody who I wouldn't say I'm senior at all like I'm just very middle management level at my company but to other people I might be a valuable person in their network purely because of the knowledge that I've got so Mm -hmm. my network is definitely invaluable I would say and even when it comes to um looking for like future opportunities even if somebody can't get you a job they can be such a good sounding board to give you that different perspective Mm. especially if they're coming from an area or a level that you want to get to they can tell you okay how do i make myself the perfect package for that next step so my my network i don't know where i'd be without it probably why i've stayed at my company for like nearly five years because i know it's such a long time i've had about five if i could include the placements i've probably had about five or six different jobs in that time but because where I work is so it's such a big company that you could there's always more opportunities out there which is really yeah. Good. I've is, only got is
0: insane like once you get into a bank you can literally do a different career every year and still not run out of places to find yourself in in that bank. So I you yeah. that you like dipped your toe into like four or five things and still have more options to. Yeah.
1: And I've even done more technical roles while I've been here, like entry-level technical, but before I settled on communications, that just shows you how many different, when you get into a big company, there are so many different opportunities out there. And sometimes your network lines you up for them. It's great.
0: Yeah, exactly. 100% agree. So when did you start building your network? Um, I'd say I started building it when I was still in
1: uni. And that was only because I knew I wanted to go into kind of, that, like working in a bank or in finance I didn't know what role I wanted but I was in that environment so when I got my internship um, in the insurance company insurance industry they had a big emphasis on you know make sure you go and talk to people around the office make sure you have a LinkedIn page I remember I set my LinkedIn page up in the room the induction day of that placement and from there it kind of developed
0: <laughs> Like, well, was actually you know valuable i need mean, to actually update my linkedin because my linkedin right now is shocking it's like a picture i don't know well should i tell you what this picture is the picture of me is not a good picture first of all half my face is in a shadow but it's actually a selfie of me in holiday on holiday in spain with the family in like the hotel room just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> my
0: picture i have not put that much start my LinkedIn but I agree LinkedIn is essential yeah just having an 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 online presence (laughs) what'd you say so listen to Jen don't listen to me
1: (laughs) (laughs) but it was at the time I thought the same I was like well I've got social media why do I need this business one that I'm never going to use but it's just because when you are building a network for for professional reasons do you want them seeing every random Facebook slash Instagram photo that you've taken or do you want to build a professional network on a professional platform Mm -hmm. so that was where my my network started being built and then when you go back to uni people are just being like oh I have LinkedIn now add me so you grow organically because you're actually adding your friends and then when you go into the world of work properly after uni or like after your apprenticeship whatever it is that people are doing um, you when you meet people that's the way that you connect with them. Because I'm, I'm the sort of person that I don't really give out my number because mm. that's my number that I've had for however years and I plan to
0: keep having because I'm not going to change it. Um, so it's definitely um, on the my chance, the rapper ish at this moment. In time. I'm like, <laughs> same number since high school. If, if you have my number in high school, you can still reach me today. But <laughs> so I don't like give my number out to anyone and everybody.
1: Exactly. So at least when you have the LinkedIn presence, it's like a different platform for you to use to maintain that network. And it's just, and there's so many people I've literally only met once, but we like each other's interactions and sometimes we will wish each other happy birthday or congratulations on a new role. And it just helps to keep in touch in a way that it's harder because if I think about how many people I actually text on my phone, it's just like my circle of friends. I'm not texting every single person and seeing every single thing they're doing in their life. Whereas on LinkedIn, the very way that it's engineered to work is that you see the latest updates from the whole like, Sway of your network, so it's a really good way to keep in touch with people and see what people are doing, what opportunities they're going for, what opportunities are being recommended to you off the back of the network that
0: you have. So yeah, if you don't have a LinkedIn, what are you doing? I, um, I need to get, get my all together. But so when you when you made the decision to start networking at uni, was that because you always knew at that point in time that university is how you to start building a network, or did it just get was like a light bulb moment that like if I want to get into certain careers, I need to know people. Because they always say it's about who you know and not what you know. So did that come into play at all or was it just accident or that you just fell into knowing enough people to say that you have a network? It was kind of a bit of both to
1: be honest because business courses are really really popular in uni anyway and most of my friendship group was studying economics or finance or maths or like the the language half of my degree some of them were pairing that with business or something else so it just made sense that I keep in touch with them on that platform to see what they're up to and see if um, I can help them in the future in the same way as they can maybe help me especially because I'm from London and people tend to gravitate to London anyway so it's a good way of um keeping a connection with somebody who you then actually will probably see again in future the amount of uni people that i have bumped into in the city just walking to get my lunch is ridiculous but (laughs) it's actually crazy and i've kept them in my life some of them because obviously i've got them on linkedin so it's good i I can use that as a way to message them and say if i break my phone or something i will have to go through linkedin messenger (laughs) to get in touch with people so that is helpful too and i don't think you can ever start building your network too early because it's just like it's something that you don't know the power of until the moment when you need it there's been times even though my network has helped connect me with some jobs there were times when i felt like i don't know what i want to do next and i completely lost and then i've seen updates that have then made me reach out to somebody to be like hey um so uh, for example just before the, this covid stuff i saw that my manager for my internship so this was what year is it this was like six years ago. He had just got a new job, but I saw that recently. So I was like, hey, Charlie, like, I know I've not spoken to you in ages, but how about we just go for coffee? And we did. And I don't have any of his contact details, but I have him on LinkedIn. And he was like, oh, is this what you're doing? Well, we're doing this. Maybe like, we should check in again in a couple of months, see where you're at. A conversation that would never have happened without LinkedIn.
0: So, mm, I like that. I like that. Okay. So how then, so we did, we did the whim. So how did you actually start building your network like like because you used you gave us a bit of an introduction there where you said like you just pop up on people on linkedin (laughs) just pop up to be like hey big head but (laughs) maybe not those exact words yeah (laughs) listen guys don't listen to me listen to listen to (laughs) i'm not my network building not the best but, but yeah, I've already pre-warned y'all anyway. So yeah, how did you actually take that first step? Was it just like who did you hone in on first or how did you recognize uh, a path to building a professional relationship with somebody? Like do you do you remember that? <laughs> Can you think about that far?
1: Yeah, so like in uni, like I mentioned, it was a lot of the people who I was on my courses with because I thought, okay, if you're doing business or economics now, you're probably gonna be in that path in future. So we talk already we've been in a group project already let's just get each other on LinkedIn when I moved into the world of work it was uh I built my network very much through going to events and also like adding adding people who I was in the same team as um but also going to events and when you go to events especially when you are new into the world of work and you do not know anybody it is very scary and even me as a confident person when i think okay well i'm very much entry level i don't know the whole context of what people are going to be discussing at this event so how am i going to have an informed conversation with them to build a conversation to build a, a network i just so thought you, sorry, okay. before
0: you continue though when you say again tell the people what you mean by events
1: oh so when i was uh, on my internship and then on my graduate team they used to do a lot of um like after work drinks either with other interns or with other graduates or um there would be like a show and tell Uh, they did these things called lunch and learns which were basically over lunch it was a deep dive into a particular topic and it was um they tell you what it was like the week before and if you were free and you had lunch you could just go along and listen. And it was basically a Q&A with this person, whatever they were presenting about. And that was a really good environment for meeting people to say, oh, this is really interesting. I'm working in this division. I'm only here for like three months, but I'd love to know more. Um take my contact details and I'll message you there you go you made a connection same yeah, with the graduate yeah. events they would do a lot of um cuz they were tr- with graduate management tra- uh, trainee schemes they're trying to fast track you to a certain level within an organisation so a lot of their events are like um again lunch and learns or after work things or all day like training courses about building your confidence or building your leadership skills or building your like team skills so that mm-hmm. you can work with other people and so at all of these events because there were about 400 graduates that started on that scheme the groups you were with would always be rotating so you're always going to be meeting different people um and that's so that was a really good way to make connections because at the end because everybody is kind of instilled with that mindset of build a network get to know people it was kind of like routine that at the end of the day or at the end of the evening wherever it was you would add people on LinkedIn um nowadays it's way easier because LinkedIn has a feature where um you can turn I can't remember what it's called but like if you turn on your Bluetooth basically and other people have already done that in that area it adds automatically adds the people that are in the area around you while you're there Uh, so uh, I recently went to an event in October where they told us they walked us through it and they were like okay just turn it on and when you 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 should automatically get some ads through on your phone from people who are here because you're already at the event for similar reasons you must be at similar stages in your career or in, interested in similar areas so it makes sense that you should be connected so that's that's kind of how it did, just events and things mm-hmm. and even if and it doesn't have to be that you drink or you want to party because a lot of these are work events people aren't going to get drunk and go crazy they're going mm-hmm. to build a network. everyone's there for the same reason to build a network so you're not going to sound like a beg um, when you ask them for their details, and you won't look weird um, if you only have one drink the whole night because people are going to talk. They're not going to party. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, party hard and just eat free food and drink free champagne. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, house, house white. <laughs> yeah, small glass, small glass. Small glass. L- light water. <laughs> water after every sip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, When I interrupted you though, you were saying that the confidence part, so you, the first time you were walking in and you didn't know where you fit in with yeah, all
1: those people. It's really hard, it's it's probably a bit of like imposter syndrome as well, because you're thinking I don't know what to say to you, like how do I show you the value of having a conversation with me? And so I would either, if there was a and a section in the event, I would try and ask a question so that at least the person already knows that I exist, or people in the room already know that I exist and have asked a question. Or I will think, okay, what's another in? Whether it is complimenting somebody on their bag if it is a woman, or overhearing a conversation people are having, and then just finding the right time to kind of jump in um, and contribute because that is really normal. I watch. I spent a lot of time watching other people to see how they would navigate, um, and you would see people just walking past the circle and be like, oh, are you talking about? this and then they would jump in so you have to kind of dispel the the confidence issues and just think everyone is here for the same reason to get to know people so if I see an opportunity I'm going to take that to try and start a conversation because a lot of a lot of the network that I have at work was built off the back of like friendly conversations like talking about with, with girls anyway talking about hair or makeup or whatever it was and then kind of detouring and being like oh we didn't come here to talk about this what do you actually do like you can start in a relaxed way and then bring it back to work um and that would really put me at ease once i know okay we actually have something in common this person is a normal human i can now talk to them <laughs> so it's, or and same as when you overhear something if you overhear them as netflix everyone watches netflix people oh, will probably works, be talking yeah. about something they'll be like oh i'm out so late like, i'm gonna miss watching this with my partner so you'd be like, I watched that too. There you go. You've started the conversation and then you can move it to the work. So oh, maybe start it in a way that feels most comfortable for you and then bring it back to um, what is the, the most important thing in terms of the work aspect.
0: Okay. And then well, what I always think about though is when you are actively networking, it feels like sometimes it can be a bit of a chore. Mm. Like sometimes you just want to go home after a long day of work, but then you've got this networking event this conference, this speaking event, or whatever it is, you gotta drag yourself to this thing and look engaged the whole time and be thinking of that question to ask that you stand out. <laughs> Doing you know the thing like, do you do you feel that way as well sometimes, or do you, are you just in the in the networking frame of mind where you're just like, eh, this is part of the course, whichever.
1: No, I feel like everyone everyone um, talks about kind of social battery. And sometimes if you've had a really long day, you've had a lot of meetings, whatever it is, that battery is at zero by the end of the day. You don't really want to go to the event. Sometimes I will still go, but it just means I might leave a bit earlier. Like I will stay for the Q&A, um, maybe say hello to a few people I know and then leave. But sometimes if you're not feeling up to it, it's better that you go because like, just go home because sometimes your tiredness, you know that you're tired, but other people see somebody disinter- disinterested and they're like, why did you even come? Even so you could, uh, Yeah, you could actually um, make the wrong first impression by going when you're not feeling completely up to it and there are always going to be more opportunities um i th- i would only change my advice if it is say like a really significant event like i don't know like a conference like, google a conference. Being at places.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like i went yeah i went to a google conference uh, just before all this craziness, I think it must have been a uh, Q1 of this year, and it was a two day conference. So, the first day, obviously, you're buzzing. You're like, I've got so much energy, You've got so many people to meet. The second day, whoo, you are tired, <laughs> so tired.
0: <laughs> so, that is why you're running the script to see a script by like different groups of people, you know? Yeah, you're, literally, you're literally get your script. Like, all
1: exactly. that. Get that. That's where it gets to. I'm not saying you have to have some lines memorized, but have like a standard process. That like you can just like autopilot turn on mm. for when you need it, but if it is just a smaller event where you're going just because, just you don't have to go, just go home. It's really fine. I've done that so many times, so many. Fair and enough. me, who likes to talk, if I've done it, you can do it, guys.
0: <laughs> how how frequent do you would you say you actually go to a networking event pre COVID? Pre
1: COVID, I don't know, probably once a month but that's because the office that I was based like minimum once a month the office i was based in they had an event space in the basement which when you are walking out the door you can see it and you often they're like there's posters saying this is on or like come down to this at lunch or come down to this in the afternoon or come down to this after work so there's always something going on which means i can pick what i want to go to and i'll try to go at least once a month um the company i work at is really focusing on their like cloud transformation as a as, um which a lot of companies are doing to be honest because cloud is all rage so there were a lot of cloud conferences within like a three-week period so mm-hmm. i tried to go to all of them um so that was really busy but usually like w- once a month but also look when you look on linkedin and also things like meetup google meetup you see a lot of upcoming events like uh tech festivals or law festivals i don't know I i work in communications but communications for tech so I'm mainly looking out for tech events Um, and now there are actually a few more like virtual events going on so I'm running one next week uh, called early in career with Microsoft uh, and some other tech companies and myself and it's basically just to tell people you know making the most of 2020 what are some tips that you can take on to make the most of this year how do you do virtual networking in the age of Corona, who knows? So that's the point of this event. So you were the absolute white
0: right woman to get. See, I didn't even know this guy. I didn't even know she was giving this as like a standard talk for the for the people that are out there for the Microsofts of the world. I was just like, I just knew she would see your your networking shine. Yeah, and I, the only it's reason nice. I got connected with that event
1: is because somebody else in my team knew it was going on, and they were like, "Oh, maybe you can help get some people together to talk at it." Um, and that's why like that, like it's the power of my network that then leads to more opportunities to network even if you only have that like, everybody already has a network of what 10 to 20 without even thinking of it because even if they're in industries that you don't you're not interested in it's still a network because you could be a connect for somebody else you could be that oh I know somebody that can help you out so you, never, you just never know like people I think people uh, think of networking as this big beast that they have to tackle but you're doing it every day when you're talking to people around you, whether it's your friends or, like, a stranger that mm-hmm. you're just making conversation with while you're waiting for something, which is not going to happen anymore, actually, because you're two metres away from them in public, so so, so maybe not.
0: <laughs> well, since you but, yeah. touched on it, can we get the insider track on some of those tips for digital networking, since, you know, we're, all, we're screwed by COVID? Yeah,
1: digital network... <laughs> well, this... The, so I think uh, the best way to kind of do it is to... I have well, basically like run events where you are arranged in groups of four or something, like say there are 20 people you're in five groups of four and every 15 minutes you rotate around a different group but you have like a set of questions that you will ask each other after you do the little introduction so it's just kind of prompts to get you going and it is weird doing like a video setting I'd say if you feel comfortable try and have your, your camera on because people can actually see when you want to speak and when you don't want to speak because when you don't have the camera on the people who do have the camera on forget about that yeah um, a lot of the tech nowadays they have a function where you can just put your hand up and um, so we use microsoft teams at work and it's re- i think it's really, really good for work meetings but also for networking because it's got so many features where you can have a chat at the same time so if you want to ask questions do it in there yeah never always remember like just because it's virtual doesn't mean you don't need to like be asking questions or trying to have a spontaneous conversation it mm-hmm. can be difficult in a room of when it's uh, an event where loads of people are connected in one setting, so in that case, lean towards the raising your hand and writing questions down in the chat, things like that. If there's a smaller group, just try and remember you're just having a conversation, like just mm. say things you would normally do, um, and yeah, and also with virtual networking, it starts with just keeping an eye out for events. So yes, there was definitely a, kind of a stop to things for like the first maybe two months of covid as people were trying to figure out how do we take these things online but there were companies like uh the general assembly who were doing a bunch of events um they've been doing something like every fortnight on event called free fridays so every friday they'd be showcasing something else it might be an introduction to data science or an introduction to social media it's on a range of topics if you go to their website you'll probably find some more
0: Um, I what's that again for the peoples
1: it's General general Assembly. So it's a UK-based company and they run a lot of courses that you can pay for. But in the world of COVID, they've been putting on a lot of free events once a fortnight on Fridays. It was called Free Fridays. They might be doing something slightly different now, but they're definitely putting on more things. Um, also, the loads of conferences have started to go online. So I've seen a few tech ones, um, one from Datadog, uh, some other ones from Microsoft that are either one day or say one week events but they publish the schedule so you can just go in for the particular session that you want and all of them will always have a and a um, so that's a really good way to manage your network or to grow it because you just see who have I asked a question to all right I'll add them on LinkedIn and add a little message that says really great session would be great to find out some more like you can still everything that you would be doing in a normal face-to-face environment you can just tweak it a little to do in the virtual world
0: nice I like that you heard it here first, guys. That's your... You don't even need to go to the, the session that Jen's running next week. <laughs> We've got okay, it so it's fine. It's perfect.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: So I want to ask as well, so since you have this great, amazing network, can you think of the biggest gain you've ever gotten from using your network? Um,
1: <clears throat> I would say it is having more faith in myself and and then using that to then secure... More jobs. So when I was on the graduate scheme that I mentioned, the final placement I had was with the group chief information officer, which is like a pretty senior person within the organization I was working at. But I nearly did not go for it at all um but my manager at the time was like you would be perfect for this what is wrong with you and she spoke to the manager of the role and was like oh I've got this graduate on my team I think she'd be perfect maybe drop her message because she doesn't back herself that's where your network is really I would say your network advocates for you yes you yeah. can use your network but sometimes if you have a strong network as in strong connection they advocate on your behalf because they know what you're capable of so if it wasn't for that uh, manager her name is Kate Kate Brooks
0: Oh, eh, okay. So much
1: love for her. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have ended up in that team. I wouldn't have ended up going to communications further down the line. And I wouldn't end up like with the job I'm in now, which again is communications. Um so, yeah. But she helped me realise like, come on, you need to back yourself. And then she set me up for the for the job. So it's just cool. That that's been my single biggest gain in terms of like uh an event in my life.
0: Nice. And then we gotta ask the antithesis of that question. So has networking ever backfired? yes so i would say it's
1: backfired where like i like i mentioned when you're going to network it's a work thing it's not a a casual thing <laughs> um when i was towards the start of my graduate scheme when you would go to a networking event and me as somebody who can hold the alcohol will have a few too many drinks but you're not drunk you're just tipsy which means you're a bit more loose-lipped which means you might swear or you might say something that is a bit rude which is very 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 unprofessional so that's kind of like the backfiring side like if you yeah don't understand what you're going into or the environment you might enjoy yourself a bit too much and then you're just kind of making a bad impression that like you're not pass out drunk you're not doing anything embarrassing but it's just you've not read the room you've not read the mood and you're just you're, you're not making yourself out to be a good person to have in, in someone else's network
0: yeah definitely happened to yeah. me one time where like I went out for like, a work dinner like it was after so i went to a different office to do some training mm-hmm. and it was after work and i thought it was just my time now but just with work people so i was just very free with the chat <laughs> and everyone on the table you could tell like they just weren't they were just weren't on that vibe they were still in work mode. they were like these are work people like we need to be treated yeah, as and i was like well oopsies <laughs>
1: But also, you can't beat yourself up about those opportun- those uh, occasions because that's happened to me probably twice um, towards the start of my grad career. But now, like, it wouldn't happen again because I know what I'm doing. I'm yeah, sure with you, it would not happen again. And
0: we learn. You live and you learn. I was going to say that. <laughs> so, question. Because this is for our young female entrepreneurs, do you find it easy networking as a young female professional compared to your male counterparts? Like, when you match network for network, do you think your network is as good as it is in spite of you being female or because of you being female? And then part B, how does that compare to your male counterparts?
1: Uh, I think my network is good in spite of me being female because when I work, even though getting the, the placement with the group chief information officer was a really good step for me um, and I learned a lot, when, whenever we used to go to events, because I was a woman and because I was young, everyone would always think, "Oh, are you his PA?" Nothing wrong with being a PA. Nothing wrong with managing a diary. But I wasn't managing a diary. I was making connections, have strategically owning pieces of work and events on behalf of my boss, which is very, very different to managing a diary, booking meetings, and bringing somebody their lunch. So, but but the fact that you're a female and you're young, sometimes people just presume that you are the help, the assistant, the whatever. And that can be what is really annoying, especially when you're in an environment where you're new to the topic or you're new to that group because you might be a bit more quiet than usual purely because you're new, but they will take that as, oh, she has nothing to contribute because she's just the assistant. Mm. So that is really annoying. But I think um, kind of use that to my advantage. I kind of turn it into a joke and be like, oh, you thought that was the assistant. Ah, it's not funny, but I also don't want to kill the mood. So I just no. kind of twist it on, it on its head. No, yeah. <laughs> so, so I would just say if people find themselves in that situation don't be offended because it's happened to me more times than I can count less so because I'm now in just like a normal team doing a normal job mm. um but if you are in a in a situation where you're working with senior people um th- don't be surprised if people think that that's the annoying thing but I do think because of my personality type because I'm quite outgoing um and I'm quite comfortable now having been at lawyers for a while even if I go to events where I don't know anybody I'm more confident to kind of start a conversation with strangers and to go into new groups of people that's why my i would say my network does compare to that of of my male counterparts but also saying that i think men are a lot happier to kind of blag it and pretend they know what they're talking about and to also lick lick ass to the point where somebody will want them in their network I'm not that sort of person so, And I think a lot of women are not th- that sort of person whereas men No yeah we a need more. to
0: understand Our value and your value And then live the yeah. truth Whereas for the men yes. it, it doesn't seem like it works that
1: same way No But I would say I know how to play the game So that's helped me kind of get my network to where it is But yeah because I don't really I can't just Fawn over somebody because they're senior Or because of their position so maybe that's why my network might be a bit smaller because there are some people who will do that, men most likely, who will do that a bit more and get a bigger network as, as a result. Yeah. Mm.
0: But hey, game's the game. Oh, game. There's nothing else we can do, Yeah. So. Eh, exactly. so to sum up then, final question of the session, is networking essential in today's working climate? as far as you're concerned
1: I would say definitely because nowadays so many people are going to uni and getting good grades so many people are doing apprenticeships going straight into work some people are going straight into work everybody has got such a broad spectrum of experience that the thing that really sets you apart I guess is kind of who you know and who could potentially put a good word in for you when i applied for my graduate scheme and my internship i was going in cold so you know i saw an application and i applied and then hopefully prayed that i got an interview whereas nowadays a lot of companies have internal referral programs where you can refer people externally so if you know somebody that works somewhere else maybe you're switching careers maybe you're switching industry maybe you just want a change a lot of the time your network can set you up well for that if Like, if they have a system which means that they can refer you, but also, um, sometimes jobs come out of just conversations, you never know where your next opportunity is coming from. So, it's really important that you try to maintain a network. Me, who like, I don't know, I I like to use social media, but I never, I literally never go on LinkedIn. I go on like, I used to go on maybe once Mm. every two months, which is terrible. You need to go on at least once a week, just see what's going on, Mm. let people know you're alive, comment on a few posts things like that see what's coming up because that's how because i wasn't looking for a job for a while that's why i stopped going on linkedin but you can't just run back when you want a job because it just looks uh ungenuine and you need to keep genu- the whole point of having thinking. a genuine network
0: see guys yeah. so you- part, listen to jen don't listen to me because <laughs> i only literally update my linkedin when i want another job so currently my li- linkedin says that i work on my previous <laughs> place <laughs> because I Had to update up to date to get this job, and if I should have decided I want to leave this job and get another job, then will <laughs> I say that I work it, but actually, no, it won't because I follow the power of networking. So now that Jen's had a talk to to me and to you guys, we're all going to go away from today and update our LinkedIn's <laughs> and make sure that they're yes. actual representations of us and not pictures of us on holiday in Spain from 2012. <laughs> yeah, because don't get me wrong, I, there are some
1: senior people I have on there that don't have glamorous shining headshots but they just have you know a full face picture that looks like them and is in the neutral environment um but yeah just try and go on linkedin to see what's going on just once a week even if it's just for a few minutes but try to look at your own profile at least once a month just to keep it fresh um because yeah you don't want to suddenly be hitting people up when you need something like you want to make it seem genuine Mm -hmm. and it's better if it is actually genuine because people most, most of the time it's in people's nature to help i think
0: but they as
1: don't as like
0: as to feel they like can. they're doing something for nothing. If they can actually vote, then yeah. If they can actually vote yeah. as well, then it's easier for them yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. So that brings us to the end of this portion. But now I'm gonna use my network as of Jen to make my big announcement, which I don't think I don't think I even told you what this is before we started to record it. And So this is actually news for Jen as well. But Amazing. I've been teasing this to y'all for like weeks and weeks and weeks. I'm probably coming up to months and months and months now <laughs> that the Malayo Introvert lifestyle was going online and that the business was gonna get launched. And as of today, so you're listening to this on Tuesday, uh, which means that yesterday the business went live, the website went live. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> so the Malayo Introvert dot com yeah the moment.com is now live and it's the entrepreneurial toolkit where you can go on there and it's got loads of um articles and ebooks and things to help you get on your journey to building your own brand building your own business and every month there's going to be new ebooks and courses and webinars and stuff added to the website. So go on there, have a look, support your girl, and then let me know what you guys think of it. I love your feedback, as always. So yeah, launch was yesterday, even though technically for us recording this, launch will be, (laughs) what, six days away? (laughs) 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 It's so weird these times. Yeah, we're recording on on Wednesday, the the week before, and we launch on the Monday of the week after, but we'll listen to this on the Tuesday. (laughs) That's so exciting! Yeah, Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm very excited. So, yeah, the one after, so the episode after this one, yeah, I'll give you a roundup of how that went, but well, you guys can check in with me on social media as always to see that. But yeah, that was the announcement and thank you all for listening. Thank you to my special guest Miss Jennifer Ezzatruku for being on on here with me and thank you for having me the keys to networking success y'all need to put that into practice don't be like me sweep your linkedin fix up look sharp (laughs) and get get your life in order and when we come back we're all gonna have fantastic shiny linkedin profiles with like 25 new connections that's that that's the task for this week um so jen before we bounce do
1: you want yeah. the people to find your social media or not? Yeah, so my social, I'm on Instagram. My handle is. They
0: don't Jen have to find you on Instagram if chuku. you don't want them
1: to. Oh, I mean, you can if you want.
0: No, okay, okay. open. Okay. Have, have a little break. <laughs>
1: and, and my LinkedIn, obviously, Jennifer is a chuku. Is a chukwu is how my mum would want me to say it. <laughs> and, yeah, but I will share it with, uh, I'll share all my details with Yolanda, which she already has. So that should not have said that doesn't
0: matter and then you guys know that to find me it's at the millennial underscore introvert on instagram and i promise that by next week i will have all the other socials as well (laughs) i'll get myself in order and do all those other ones too so yeah thank you guys for listening it's been a pleasure and i will catch you on the flip side signing out bye